Hello Phoenix fans and welcome to episode 2 of the Phoenix Fanatics podcast. The only podcast in the world, as far as we know, devoted to the only sports team in Green Bay that matters, the UWGB Fighting Phoenix men's basketball team. We'd like to welcome you. I'd like to welcome any old listeners, new listeners. Um, we're going to get to everything you want to hear, news and notes about the Phoenix, about the NCAA, a recap of the huge win over the Blue Devils. But I want to start out today in saying thank you to all the fans that listened to our debut episode. Uh, it's skyrocketing up the iTunes charts. I, everywhere I go, people are coming up to me in grocery stores, shaking my hand, hugging me, telling me what joy we're bringing to their lives. I know I was I was caught off guard by it at first, but you know when when you the first time you get recognized in public, it's a little weird, it's a little awkward, but you know you can sit back and think. And I, I am making a difference in the world of Green Bay Phoenix men's basketball news. And in the world in general. I mean, we're making people happy. I can see that in people's people's eyes. I, the smiles on their faces, they light up when they talk to me. Um, and, you know, it, it feels good. I, it feels good having this effect on people. And the, you, the fans, you all listening, this is why we do it. I wanted to go and uh, read a couple reviews we've received from you the fans on iTunes, a couple five-star reviews. Actually, every review we've gotten has been five stars. But I want to read a couple. Um, this one comes from Podcast Fan with a PH for fan. Nice touch. Yeah, I like that. I don't even like college basketball, but these guys kept me captivated throughout. Entertaining and hilarious. This moves to the top of my podcast rotation. Wow, podcast fan, we're, we're honored. I appreciate that. Thanks for the support. Glad you like the show. We have another one here from a Phoenix fan in New York. Thanks, Phoenix. New, New York State? Wow, that's we're far-reaching. Far-reaching. Like I said, this is not only nationwide, it's worldwide. Thanks, Phoenix fanatics. I recently relocated to New York from Green Bay and missed the Phoenix. You guys bring a fresh and entertaining look to the Phoenix and college basketball. I'm excited about this podcast. Hashtag get my Phoenix fix. <laughs> nice. Again, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, thank uh, you to JBFNY for that review. If you enjoy the show, if you don't enjoy the show, uh, we, we would like to ask that you continue to, to go out to iTunes to rate and review the podcast. That's It's really helpful. Any feedback we can get. Uh, and thank you again. We appreciate the support. And, you know, we did say last episode we, we encourage calls and emails, so we're going to do something a little different than the prior episode. We're going to start off the show with an email or two and a call or two from our fans. Um, I have an email here. All right, let's get after it. sent to me yesterday. Dear Phoenix Fanatics, the Phoenix program is near and dear to my heart. This podcast is one of the greatest things that's ever happened to me. I love listening to it and cannot wait for future episodes. Signed, Tony B. in Virginia. Hmm. Well, I'm not going to rule anything out. Actually, in fact, I, I think we can safely assume that that is, in fact, Virginia coach Tony Bennett. More importantly, GB legend Tony Bennett. And if it is, you know, we'll just say, Tony, good luck this season. And we'll see you in the national championship game. Glad to hear you're a fan of the show, too. All right, it looks like the phone lines are lighting up here. Uh, what, what do you think? Should we take a couple calls? 
Taking a couple calls would be fantastic <laughs> with a PH. All right, we go now to Chet in Crivets. Chet, welcome to the podcast. Hey guys, first time, long time. How are you guys doing? <laughs> We're doing good, Chet. How are you doing? Eh, okay. Uh, did, did you have a question or something you want to talk about today? Oh, yeah, yeah. Am I on? Yep, you're on, Chad. Go right ahead. Oh, okay, guys. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I was at the game uh, at the Rush on Saturday against those uh, the Blue Devils, and I was wondering that uh, your thoughts on that number four. He was highly touted coming into the year, for, supposed to replace that number 24 as the best player on the team. Uh, I didn't notice him do anything in the game. He didn't do anything. Jordan Fellas, you referring to, Chet? Yeah, number four, first team all Horizon League. Well, it, it, it's not that he didn't do anything. Uh, what we're getting—he yeah, didn't do anything to me. I, I didn't see him do anything. Uh, according to media reports, he was out with what's being called a, a very minor injury. Um, I, I believe Coach said after the game that had this been a regular season contest, he would have been able to suit up. But since it's so early in the season, they decided to take it easy and have him sit that one out. Yeah, Chet, there's really no harm in sitting Jordan Faust for basically what was an exhibition game. Guys, guys, I, I thought I saw him in the game. Now, Chet, I know you're mistaken. I, I don't mean to correct you. I mean, you're a loyal fan, but we, we can 100% confirm Faust did not play in the game. Yep, take a peek, brush up on the box score, just just look it over a couple times. You'll see that he he was inactive for Saturday's game. Okay, guys, I'll I'll, I'll check it out. Do you have anything else, Chet? Yeah, guys, you know, I think about the Phoenix all the time, and one question that's been bothering me, who do you think is the all-time greatest Phoenix player? I narrowed it down to three. I got that uh, 25 his dad used to coach the team. He went to Preble before GB. Went on to play for the Charlotte Hornets. I think he coaches some college team in Virginia right now. I got it him. I got that number 33. Uh, used to went on to play for the Bucks for a little bit. Uh, and then uh, that number 24, point guard. He was pretty good last year. Okay, well, just, just to sort this out for our listeners, I, I think if I'm following along here, Chet, I think the first player you were talking about was Green Bay legend Tony Bennett. Actually, we talked about him earlier on this very same episode of the podcast. Uh, the, the second player you're referring to was Jeff Norgard. And I believe the last player you were getting at was Kiefer Sykes, who graduated just last season. Are we right on that, Chet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I, 25, 33, 24. That's what I said. Chet, I think we both can appreciate that this is something, you know, that you're obsessing over. That is it keeping you up at night? Guys, I'll admit it. Some nights I can't sleep. I, I just think about the Phoenix, and this is one question I had. Well, Chet, I mean, I it's not really something you should lose any sleep over. No, I hear you, Chet. This, that's, that's a difficult question. I can understand why that's eating away at you. It's I, hard. I, I think the correct answer is that there is no wrong answer. They're all great. You know, I would, personally, I'd pick Tony Bennett. I mean, he does have his, that 25 hanging up in the rafters. Um, that's just my opinion. Chet, I'm curious, Do you, have you narrowed it down? I don't know, guys. I, like I said, it's hard. I guess at number 25, I guess I'd pick him if it came down to it. Someone had a gun to my head or something. Well, don't do anything well, too crazy, yeah, Chad. Chad we, you're a valued member of the show. Oh, thanks, guys. 
So, Chet, was there anything else you had for us uh, before we let you go here? Yeah, guys, just one more question. Uh, do you think the Phoenix will make uh, that NCAA tournament this year? I'll hang up and listen. Bye. Thanks, Chad. Uh, again, appreciate the call, as always. Um, well, uh, last week on the show, we had, a, we had a very similar question come up, and I, I don't think, personally, my answer hasn't changed. I, I think there's, there's no doubt that the Phoenix will make the tournament this year. 100% guaranteed they make the tournament. Thanks, Chad. Again, we appreciate all your phone calls. Uh, we encourage you to dial us up if you have anything you'd like to contribute to the show. Uh, also, feel free to uh, reach out to us on Twitter. We can be found at phoenix underscore fans. That's fans, P-H-A-N-S. Or if you'd like to email into the show or send us a voicemail, you can send those to phoenixfans, P-H-A-N-S, at gmail.com. All right, so moving on, we want to take a look back to last Saturday's game, the Phoenix versus the Blue Devils at the Resch Center. The Phoenix winning that game in dominating fashion. Win! 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 95-41 to 41 the final. And I will say, we were both in attendance. The Resch was rocking. Probably standing room only crowd of 19,436, I believe, was the attendance. I wouldn't be surprised if that number comes out to be higher when, when they're done tallying Poss- everything up. Possibly over 20,000. Okay, so keeping that score in mind, 95 to 41. If that sounds pretty familiar, if you rewind back to last week's show, you know, uh, my co-host predicted that the final score would be 100 to 37. That's that's pretty close. You you were pretty on the mark there with that one. Actually, I'm wondering, you know, can can we go back to the tape? Can we listen to that? Do we, do we have that up? Uh Oh, okay. I I'm being told that we don't have a producer or technological skill or the ability to do that so uh but regardless everyone listening now listen last week and you know my prediction which just proves my phoenix basketball acumen i mean this is the podcast you want to listen to to get your phoenix fix because we know all we are phoenix fanatics i mean if you had any doubt before we are on the mark with this stuff so the Phoenix dispatching the Blue Devils with what can only be described as overwhelming ease. Uh, one, one thing that surprised me a little bit was uh, how, how lackluster the Blue Devils came out in their play. Now, uh, they're, they're coming off the national title win. And, and let's not forget who they beat in that game. The lesser D1 Wisconsin team, the Badgers. So you always run the risk the the year after a title coming out a little bit flat the sense of complacency might settle in um, you know they, they've got some other challenges too uh, they no longer have Jaleel Okafor they no longer have Justice Winslow son of Carl um, but you know that's no excuse for them to come out that flat in that game I haven't seen the Blue Devils manhandle that badly since the mid '90s when they had those couple losing seasons that caused Shashevsky to fake that back injury and quit. And I'll tell you one thing, if they play as terrible this season as they did that game against the Phoenix, he will quit again. Mark my words. Let's, let's, let's get off the Blue Devils here, though. I don't, I don't want to waste my time or my efforts talking about a, a team that can't win basketball teams. I mean, if, if I was going to spend a lot of the show doing that, I'd be doing a podcast about the Bradley whatever they are. Yeah, Bradley. Who, I don't know. Who would want to even go coach there? Well, I, I, I did catch in the news that it looks like they almost lost to a Division Three team the other day, so whew, tough but, luck there. You know, a couple of general observations about the game. 
you know, the Phoenix did start off slowly. Again, they're, as we discussed last week, they're getting used to a new system. Um, but once they turned it on, I, I was impressed with what I saw. A couple players I was particularly impressed with are players we pointed out last week on this podcast. Again, our Phoenix knowledge is unmatched. Turner Botts and Charles Cooper. Yeah, I agree. Both players looked great last weekend. Uh, they each came out with 11 points. Uh, they, they both played very aggressively. Uh, Cooper, was he was driving to the lane. He was, he was creating his own shot. Uh, he, was, he was fighting on the defensive and offensive boards, really going after all those 50-50 balls. Uh, a, a lot of good things to see there. And Botts hit a couple threes, just as we mentioned last week. They're going to rely on him for the three-point shot. So a guy that I was really impressed with. Khalil Small, or as some people are calling him, Khalil Huge. I think that's a little more befitting, don't you? I agree, and from here on out on this podcast, that's what we're going to refer to him as, Khalil Huge, because he did come up huge against the Blue Devils. 20 minutes of play, he had 13 points, 7 rebounds, and 5 assists. And much like Cooper, he was one of those guys that was aggressive to the ball. He was looking to create his own shot, and he he was fighting for those loose balls. And I think that's something that's going to impress Coach Darner in the early going. Khalil Huge, definitely a player to watch this season. One thing I was concerned about, and you know me, I never like to be negative about our Phoenix, but we were not good at the free throw line. Yeah, I, I, that's what I saw. In, 11 of 26 from the line. And that in a close game, once you get into conference play, you're going to need to hit those free throws. I have no doubt they'll improve. It, it stood out to me during the game, and you know, backing that up after the game, I saw a lot of chatter on the internet and on the message boards about that. I couldn't sleep at night. And one thing the Phoenix will want to keep an eye on, they were the more physically imposing team of the two last weekend, and yet there were times when they still struggled to get some of the rebounds. They, they had the size advantage, uh, and, I, and I think going forward they're, they're going to have to focus on this a little bit more. Uh, guys like Karim Cantor, guys like Henry Wadier, uh, you know, they're going to really have to work to establish that physical presence down low. And I, and I think those are two guys that can be fantastic on the interior. But you know, the, they've got to get aggressive. They've got to get mean. I, I, I think they can really be a force once Horizon League play starts. I agree, but I think, I think we both agree that this game really didn't change a thing. We still fully expect the Phoenix to go undefeated in the Horizon League and get an NCAA tournament bid. Well, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't want to put too much stock in this. I mean, when you're winning by 50, you, you probably go on autopilot a little bit. That's just, uh, you know, that's one of the side effects of having a complete lack of competition in your opening game. You know, I just want to say it was great being back at the Resh. I mean, basically our cathedral. Love going to the Resh. Love watching Phoenix basketball. Again, capacity crowd, 21,965, I think, was the crowd. Yeah. You forget what that feels like. The, I, I don't know what I've, I've been doing for fun the last six months of my life. The it's, pep band was rocking. The student section was rocking. It was great to see all those great games. The chicken toss, festival foods, chicken toss, the pizza box race. The cheese curd toss. The dance competition. The dance competition. I mean, the rush center, when I'm at the rush center, I feel like I'm in heaven. And with that, we're going to throw it to a break. We'll be back after a few words from our sponsors. You're listening to the Phoenix Fanatics Basketball Podcast. 
Today's episode of the Phoenix Fanatics podcast is brought to you by DraftDuel.com. That's DraftDuel.com. Don't be fooled by the imitators. DraftDuel.com is your undisputed leader in quasi-legal daily fantasy sports gambling. Please enter the promo code University of Wisconsin Green Bay Men's Basketball 2015 Horizon League Champs. That's University of Wisconsin Green Bay Men's Basketball 2015 Horizon League Champs. DraftDuel.com. Welcome back to the Phoenix Fanatics Basketball Podcast. You know, I found an interesting article the other day. NBC Sports ranked the top 100 college basketball players for the 2015-2016 season. All right, let's go ahead and find the Phoenix on that list. Let's point them all we got. Well, I'm assuming 1 to 12 is all Phoenix players, so let's take a look. I did I did my own rankings, and that's what I had listed. I had, yeah, the Phoenix roster came in at spots number 1 to 12, of course. Why wouldn't they? Obviously, NBC Sports doesn't know what they're talking about. They had some guy at number 1, Chris Dunn. I have no idea who that is. Sure. I, I I guess he probably plays basketball. Well done, NBC Sports. At number two, we had Ben Simmons from LSU. I have no idea who that is. Number three, a guy whose name I can't even pronounce. Well, let's move on then. Let's just keep going down. Still no Phoenix. Still no Phoenix. Wait, even after it looks like you're you're past the top ten. Yeah, and, and you're saying still no Phoenix. Well, they got that Ron Baker guy from Wichita State. He must be on year seven. Thought that guy was gone. Oh, Nigel Hayes. So a guy from a lesser Division one school than the Phoenix comes in at number sixteen. You're telling me there's no Phoenix players better than Nigel Hayes? I would say they all are. Well, that reminds me of a rumor I heard a, a couple years back when, when he was being recruited. You know, GB was actually his school of choice, but, you know, the, the Phoenix decided to pass, and I, I think they made the right call there. I agree. He's going to amount to nothing. Interesting choice at number 34, Gary Payton II. As Lesser our, Payton, I would say. Well, as our friend Chet would say, son of that guy that used to play for the Supersonics. Well, in my experiences, sequels are rarely as good as the original. Again, still no Phoenix. I'm I'm now into the 40s. Scrolling. This is uh, this list is a joke. I don't even. I feel like we shouldn't even acknowledge it anymore. Yeah, they're they're entitled to their opinion. Certainly, uh, I'm not going to knock someone else. I mean, I, I I really hate to point out that someone is, someone is not doing their job or ignoring their responsibilities as sports journalists. But I. That appears to be the case in this situation. There's another guy at 54 from that lesser Wisconsin Division One school, Bronson Koenig. Come on. This is a player on the Phoenix roster is better than him as well. I, I can't. Let's... I don't All right, yeah, I, I I really don't even want to acknowledge this or give it too much credit. If I, We're it, sorry, Phoenix it, fans. It seems somewhat inaccurate. Yep, very inaccurate. Another list that came out this week that caught my eye was the initial AP Top 25 poll. That, that's always fun to take a look at. It comes out, you're, you're itching to find out who, who, who the media experts are, are expecting to do well this season. Obviously, the Phoenix got to be number one. No. I, again, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure who's doing the voting on this. I don't even see the Phoenix in the top five. However, 
I do see the Blue Devils in the top five. Ranked in at number five, the Phoenix just beat them by 50 points. Yeah, you, this this may be an outdated poll or, or just a, an update hasn't come out yet because I can't you can't lose by 50 and being the number five team in the country. Right. We will give props to Virginia coming in at number six. Again, coached by our hero, UWGB legend, Tony Bennett. We love you, Tony. A couple other teams of note in this top 25. At number 14... Cal. Now Cal, they stay, they're still overcoming that shocking loss to the Phoenix in the 94 tournament. Uh, finally making their way back into the top 25 after all these years. Yeah, good for them. See, see them rebound a little bit. I'm pretty sure Jason Kidd isn't on the team anymore, though. We'll, we'll check into that. Moving on down the line, we've got the uh, Wisconsin Badgers coming in at number 16, or number 17, pardon me. Uh, I, to be honest, they really haven't been relevant since Dick Bennett was coaching there. And only then they were relevant because Dick Bennett was coaching there. Uh, moving f- further down, we have the LSU Tigers. Good to see them make it back into the top 25, finally overcoming the loss of Shaquille O'Neal and Chris Jackson also known as Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf, great NBA Jam player, by the way. So I don't even see the Phoenix in the other receiving votes category. You know, again, this AP, whoever they are, not very credible in my opinion. AP, yeah, I uh, personally myself, I've never heard of them, but you know, we'll, we'll take a look into that, see if they are in fact a, a legitimate media source. The only AP I know plays football and beats his kids with a stick. That'll round out our NCAA news and notes segment, and with that, we're going to toss it to a quick break. We'll be right back here after a word from our sponsors. You're listening to the Phoenix Fanatics Basketball Podcast. Today's episode of Phoenix Fanatics is brought to you by FanKings.com. FanKings.com, your leader in quasi-legal daily fantasy sports gambling. Enter the special promo code Phoenix Fanatics Basketball Podcast 2015 for a special deposit bonus. That's fankings.com, fankings.com. All right, welcome back to the Phoenix Fanatics Basketball Podcast. Appreciate you staying with us through the break. Uh, next, we're going to go ahead and move toward the upcoming road trip that the Phoenix have. They've got a three-game set. We're going to look at some of these matchups. We're going to break down what we expect to see and, and how we think the Phoenix are going to start off the season. And it really is a, a big three-game road trip to open up the season. You have Stanford November 13th, East Tennessee State November 17th, Georgia Tech, November 19th. You know, the, the Phoenix aren't afraid of anybody. They'll play anybody, anytime, anywhere, any place, and, and this just proves it. And they will win. So, as you recall, last week we kind of went through CBS Sports ranked all 351 Division One college basketball teams. So why don't we take a look uh, where the Phoenix first three opponents fell in that list. Stanford came in at number 69. I, I, I guess allegedly that means they're better than the Phoenix. I, well, again, I, I think we said this, again, this is another article that really has no credibility with us. We would have had the Phoenix a lot higher than they were ranked at 178. I, you know, I personally, I haven't seen Stanford play any games lately. I, they haven't been relevant in a while. I, I, I don't even know how many games they've won since the Lopez brothers left. 
And they are coming off the loss of one of their star players, Marcus Allen. And this isn't Tecmo Super Bowl. There's no Bo Jackson waiting in the wings to dominate. Yeah, no one's there to save them. So we fully expect the Phoenix to win this game. So then the Phoenix travel to East Tennessee State. And as we mentioned last week, that game will be on ESPN2 at 5 in the morning. Yes, you heard that right. 5 a.m. So Phoenix fans, get up, start drinking, take the day off of work because you'll be watching a Phoenix victory against East Tennessee State guaranteed. <laughs> I know. Wait, there's no way you're going to catch me going to work that day. Right, right. I think the whole city of Green Bay should take off that day. Um, it's probably the biggest, one of the biggest sporting events in Green Bay history, I'd, I'd argue. You know, that about that tip-off special, you know, the ESPN selects those teams very carefully. I mean, they only want the best competition. They're, you know, the, this is the start of the basketball season. They're not looking to have any duds out there on national TV right away. And I will say, East Tennessee State on that ranking comes in at 175, three spots ahead of the Phoenix at 178. Again, the, these rankings are, are highly questionable at best, but... Uh, you know, coming off of that game at Stanford, you're, you're not expecting any kind of a letdown. Some might call that a trap game. It's a trap! I, I, I think the Phoenix will be fully ready and prepared to dominate that contest. Yeah, as far as those rankings go, East Tennessee State probably right at 175. But the Phoenix at 178, you take away the 7 and the 8, and the Phoenix are up at number 1 where they should be. So then Thursday, November 19th, a week before Thanksgiving, the Phoenix end their road trip at Georgia Tech. Now Georgia Tech comes in on this list at number 90. On paper, a, a, a decent team, allegedly, I guess. Yeah, well, how decent, really? I mean, Mark Price isn't coming through that door. Calvin Johnson's not coming through that door. Former President Jimmy Carter isn't coming through that door. You know, I they, they've got their, their lack of skill and ability, but I think the biggest challenge, you know, the X factor they're going to face, the Phoenix men's basketball team, I they never have and never will see a, a team as talented as this one. And really, this article points out that Georgia Tech has been above 500 in ACC play only once in the last 20 years. Well, mark it down in head-to-head matchups against the Phoenix. They will be below 500 after November 19th at 0-1. Book it. So that will conclude the road trip, the Georgia Tech game. Then the Phoenix come back home November 22nd. When you're looking for episode 3 of this podcast, we will be on the road with the Phoenix following them for all three games. Oh, we take this seriously. This we, We're hardcore Phoenix fans. This isn't just something we do for fun or on the side. Yep. We're basically the deadheads of Phoenix fans. We follow them everywhere, except we're a lot cleaner than those dirty hippies are. Along those lines, at each of these road games, we're going to be hosting fan meet and greets. We're going to have sessions before the games. We're, we're going to be tailgating. Uh, we'll have all the details available on our Twitter feed. Again, that's at Phoenix underscore fans. Uh, we'll, we'll make sure that everyone has access to that information so that they can, they can come out and support the Phoenix and the podcast at the same time. And we're also going to have free t-shirts to give away to all the Phoenix fanatics that come and meet us at these games. And, I mean, that's just the beginning. This is only episode number two. 
We have a lot of great ideas. We have meet and greets that we're going to set up at the rest center, at, at the bar, at Stadium View before games. We're going to have t-shirt giveaways, raffles, all kinds of prizes for Phoenix Fanatics. I mean, this is only the beginning. The phenomenon has spread. and There's a, there's a lot of energy. I, I, I can feel the energy with this show, and it's only going to take off from here. It's I'm really excited about it. Yeah, we have no doubt that I don't know, it may not be next week, it may not be next month, but we fully expect to be the number one ranked podcast in all of iTunes. So this podcast has been a little light on the Phoenix analysis, and we understand that. I mean, they have only played one game between the first and second podcast. Um, But however, we do want to point out, speaking of the Phoenix we want to give a shout out to the Fear the Phoenix guys. Yeah, those those guys do a great job over there on that website. Yeah, if you get a chance, go over and visit their website. Follow them at, on Twitter at Fear the Phoenix. Great, great site to access Phoenix talk, Phoenix articles. Uh, there's a lot of good recruiting articles on there. There's a message board. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great way between podcasts to stay up to date on the news and notes and you know, be, be a part of the conversation. They, they've got some good forums set up over there as well. Yep, so job well done, guys. And uh, along those lines, I want to take this as an opportunity to, to have somewhat of a, a call to action for, for all the Phoenix fanatics out there. We know you're out there. Uh, we know you want to follow this team as the season progresses. You, you've got a little bit of time yet, as like we discussed, the, the Phoenix have this road trip coming up, but really take this next week or so to uh, get in, check the schedule out, buy those tickets for At The Resh. I, great season tickets are still available. Uh, we really want to have as many Phoenix fanatics out there as possible to support the team this season. Yep, because like we said before, we are gonna. our goal is to have meet and greets during the games at the rest center. Uh, you know, the all the Phoenix fanatics can gather around, talk about the podcast, meet us. I know people have been clamoring for that. I don't know why, but that's just what people have been telling me. But yeah, get out and support the Phoenix. I mean, this this is the only major sports team we have in Green Bay, so it's you know, really get out there and have some fun. Actually, you know what? I <laughs> Along those lines, it's funny you say that. Um, and this is a little off topic. I did, you know, I've been so focused on the Phoenix in my life that I haven't. Re- I didn't even realize Green Bay. Do you know they actually have a professional football team? Uh, if if they have, I haven't really. I sorry, football is not my thing. I guess. Yeah, it's a silly sport. But yeah, they have a professional football team, the Green Bay Blizzard. Hmm. And the only reason I know that they play at the Rest Center. Oh, well, that's kind of nice of the Phoenix to, you know, lend out some of their space when they're not using it. Right, right. Especially for a silly sport like football. It's really just, you know, watching grown men slowly give each other brain damage. You are not incorrect. And with that, that'll bring us to the conclusion of Episode 2 of the Phoenix Fanatics Basketball Podcast. Again, we ask that you please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Subscribe if you're at all interested into this. Uh, Again, we encourage any feedback, positive, negative. 
We obviously know there'll be no negative feedback. <laughs> well, yeah, who are we kidding? Uh, but uh, again, you can reach us as always. We, we welcome your calls. We want people to be a part of the podcast. We, we want your phone calls. Uh, you can also reach us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. It's at Phoenix underscore fans. You can also send us an email with your feedback. Or if you want to be part of the show, we can be reached at phoenixfans at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening, and until next time, see ya!